Welcome to Clue Done It, the podcast where we make wild guesses about fake TV crimes and discover real facts about the amazing people who brought the shows to life. I'm Jessica, IMDb Maven, and the person who reads everything in the theater program. And I'm Jacob, writer, producer, and seniorly detective, Logic Cop Investigations. Each week, we watch a show and try to immediately guess who done it, without any clues, context, or apparently accuracy. Then we spoil everything. We not only tell you who did it, but also who made it. All right, let's find out. Who was right. Who was wrong. And who is dead. Zero evidence, zero knowledge, zero skills, and, you know, zero wins at this point. No, that is not true. That's true. I have, I have one win. Right. I have one win and you there have is zero win. There is one. We have yes. one win. But anyway, in so any today, event, today, today, who are we watching today? We, what are, we are guessing watching about today? Veronica Mars. We're, yes, right. We're going back to the aughts, people. 2003. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Season three, episode 11. The mighty, mighty UPN. Actually, actually, <laughs> we learned, we learned researching this, that it started on UPN, but by season three, the UPN was dead and it was <gasps> the CW. Oh. So yes, Veronica Mars. Jessica, tell us about Veronica Mars. After her best friend is murdered and her father is removed as county sheriff, Veronica Mars dedicates her life to cracking the toughest mysteries in the affluent town of Neptune. It's really weird. I have to admit, the weirdest thing about this to me is that somehow Arendelle is located in Neptune. Like, that's the thing that gets me the most. Like, I don't understand how that works. Like, mountain... Northern European Kingdom, somehow in California coastal town. I don't understand it at all. (laughs) Is that what Arendelle means? No, Arendelle doesn't mean that. I'm just I'm making a Kristen Bell joke. That's all there is. Oh, oh, that's all all I'm going for there. At any event, I was I don't so I'm such a bad a bad sci-fi fan because I was like, what are you talking about, Lord of the Rings? I'm confused. Then I don't know if that makes you a bad sci-fi fan or a really really good sci-fi fan. Anyway, just so, a bad Disney fan, apparently. Oh, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Bad, bad Disney fan. No, no, yeah. you are watching Veronica Mars now. Okay, so if you've been uh, living under a rock, uh, <laughs> this is a crime drama mystery show. But by the way, Veronica Mars is a high school student. Yes, high school student. Kristen this Bell, is not high school mentioned student. in the log line. It's, it's also it's very not important, even, though. It's not even sure. Is she a senior in high school at this point? Uh, I, th- I think she, I don't think they could make her because she's been in high school at least a year. So, and I really don't think they could possibly make her season. a sophomore. Yeah. So I, she's. I guess. I don't know. She's got to be at least a junior or a senior. I hope they made her a senior because I'm here to tell you people, they do run into that whole thing where it's just like, oh my goodness gracious, you are not high school students. You're <laughs> trying to do the best you can, but you are not high school Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see in season three what what school she's at, where where she is. Because she could be at San Diego. Yeah, she could have moved on to college State or something or, like that. But yeah, yeah so the, the whole like engine of the show is from week to week, she investigates mysteries, not necessarily murders, because if there's there's not that many murders going on in this coastal town of Neptune, but they investigate some kind of mystery, whether that has to do... Lately, they've, like, at the beginning of season one, which is mainly what we watched to prep for this, there was a lot of, like, high school class mysteries. Like, there's this mm. long-running series mystery of who killed her best friend, Lily. It is Lily, right? Lily's yeah. her best friend. So who killed and her best friend? why Lily? has her mom disappeared? And why has her mom disappeared? Not Lily's mom. Veronica Mars' Veronica mom. Mars, wrong. Yes, because, so Lily, Veronica and Lily were best friends, and Veronica was dating Lily's brother, and they were all really tight and then lily died 
And Veronica's father, the sheriff, thinks that Lily's father, a very, very rich software magnate, actually killed his daughter. They don't know why. He wasn't able to prove it. He was ousted as sheriff. And so suddenly Veronica went from being like one of the cool, popular, powerful rich girls to just being this nobody on the edges of everything. Lucifer, like we talked about Lucifer, Lucifer made everything very candy coated and bright and vibrant and sexy looking. Veronica Mars, everything wants to look very noirish. Like they really were keying into a very kind of like saturated noir, all the lights coming in at angles and there's lots of weird colors and everything is just a little bit dark. Like this is not the OC. You're right. You know? No, no. And it's, it's funny, though, because they do spend a lot of time at the beach. And it oh, definitely yeah. has a feel of Santa Monica or, like, Venice. But it's Neptune, which you're saying is somewhere in the middle of California Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's supposed to be somewhere vaguely between, like, Santa Barbara to Carmel. Like, somewhere in Central Coast-ish. Yeah. Anyways, the point is, she solves mysteries. If only she could solve the mystery of who killed her best friend and framed her yeah. dad. But we're not sure that that's going to be even an issue in this season. I wouldn't be surprised if it's happening there, but but we don't yeah, know. We've only watched episodes from season one. Their podcast oh yeah don't add us don't add us so So, what episode are we watching so yeah we're watching episode uh 11 of season three and it is called (laughs) poughkeepsie tramps and thieves poughkeepsie tramps and thieves (laughs) is that a it's a share song it's, is that Gypsies, what it is? Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Thank you. I knew it was a 70s song. <laughs> that was not know. a good That, that was beautiful. Melody. It was beautiful. I was thinking it was Tom Waits, so I'm glad you said it was Cher, and now the idea of like... Oh, maybe he covered it, but it's, No, no, no. It's I, don't think, I don't think he did, but I love that. I love... I'm, now in my brain, I've got this like either Cher... It's actually Cher... my favorite song is in it really? her concert. In really? Her, yeah. I loved that song. I loved everything they did with the set. And it was probably the most basic of the of her concert numbers. You know, apparently, too, I found out because I, I went to the concert with I mean, I think I'd, I've been to the concert. I went to the concert in Vegas. Uh, yeah. A her residency times, at Caesars. Yeah. And without me, um, by the way, gentle public, I want to let everybody know that she went without me. <laughs> and I brought these two guys from Texas oh, it gets who better. were in our call center and I didn't know until, like, afterwards, I think, they were like, oh, yeah. Well, at least one of them was like, oh, yeah, I've seen her, like, a hundred times. Because I was like, what? <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah, all of her, you know, final concerts, because she was known for that, right? This yeah. is my final This is tour, my final tour. My final tour, my final tour. So, yeah, I was saying how I love the Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. And she, he was like, oh, I yeah, that's they've been doing it that way from the beginning. Yeah. So, so. We are in season three, episode 11. This du- Poughkeepsie Tramps and Thieves is the name of this? Yes. Give me the log line. So the log line is Veronica helps a friend to find the girl he thinks is the one which he had but lost. But finding her only leads to trouble. Ooh, only and, leads to trouble. And, and we're sure there's a murder in this one? I no, no is no, the short answer. No, we are answer. not sure. Okay. But so there's going to be a villain. There's going to be a villain. So or this, perpetrators. A perp. We're, there's going to be a perp. So we're going to, maybe we discuss the bad guy people. Maybe we discuss the bad guy. Maybe yeah, there's not a I, murder Yeah, some in this. of these shows on our list, I think we're just going to be trying to figure out the perp. Again, people, don't add us. This is not, <laughs> we're not really true crime. Is there anything else we need to know before we get into this episode? 
Jessica has been practicing all week, by the way, people. Like, she has been, like, watching random TV shows and, like, just pausing and guessing and then, like, going back and looking at and, like, div- oh. you should you should see the bulletin board of, like, yes. all the yarn on it. Like, to, if this happens, then this means this. And I if mean, this happens, then this means she is You would she not is think there is so much going on in Shit's Creek, but there really is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now that... That is a podcast we should do. The true crime of Shit's Creek. <laughs> How dirty was Roland shit? All right. Well, we're going to tell if we can find out who the bad guys are. We'll be back with our guesses. Okay. Okay, guess what? 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 We have a murder. There isn't food. There is in fact a murder. It happened in a previous episode, so we're not sure they're going to solve it this episode. It might be like pretty sure it's a season arc thing. I don't know if it's a season arc thing, but I mean I mean yes, it clearly obviously is going over multiple episodes, so we don't know if we're going to if they're going to solve it this episode, but we're still gonna guess for that murder. Oh, we are? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're absolutely gonna guess for that. Just in case, just in case they solve it this episode, I wanna be Johnny on the spot with my guesses. Okay. If they don't solve it, Maybe we'll skip ahead and just like look it up online and see if we're right anyways. But we're definitely going to guess on that murder. But there is also there is also another mystery that the, 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 the case of the week is also out there. But first, people, first I have to get over a little bit of whiplash here. To let, let's orient ourselves a little bit here because as we, were, as we were guessing about, we didn't know exactly what year Veronica Mars was in high school. Well, it turns out that she is now in college. Yes. I don't, does she get to college in year two? Or does it start in year three? It, it feels... I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. find out later on. These, the problem with guessing so much is that you can't look these things up. Because once you start looking these things up, like there's spoilers everywhere. Oh, which by the way, yes, everybody, spoilers. We're absolutely going to ruin this episode for you at a certain yes. point. So <laughs> you've been warned, I guess. So yes. So A, she's in college. Hearst College. Yeah. <laughs> which, but but no, with Hearst Castle, again, I think they re- they really are trying to put this somewhere in the Central okay, Coast. sure. She's not buying it, ladies and gentlemen. I can see the look in her eyes. I don't care. I'm sticking with it. So she's at Hearst College. She's dating, she's dating Logan. Lily, like, keep in mind, people, we've seen four episodes of season one right now. As far as we know, Logan is still a douchebag who used to date Lily. But now apparently Veronica and Logan are together and like they're a long-standing thing. Who knew? I'm I'm really having problems with this name Logan too. Why is that? Because Gilmore Girls um, oh. and the, the final seasons, Rory is dating a Logan and everybody when they watch the show when they get to the Logan years is like, Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Logan years. And I admit I did pretty much oh you pause. hated logan you I, hated I, logan yeah you're right i did i disliked him now he is not so reprehensible but still having a hard time getting through the show but it's not i mean the end of it and right. it's not because of what it, i think it's just been going for a lot of time yeah anyway, no, anyway we're, not talking, about we're not talking about gilmore girls there gilmore are no girls. mysteries on gilmore girls except who does her hair it's fabulous no the well actually her hair on this show too is fabulous let let is this, what's going on with TV? Why are people's hair so perfect in TV? It's like it's like they want people to look good on TV. I don't understand <laughs> it. What's going on? I have to admit, I'm staring at Veronica Mars. Her her ponytail with her bangs. I'm like, how's that bang situation working? <laughs> how'd, you do, how'd you do that? Because yeah. this is year, fif- year 15. No, this is month 15 of the pandemic, people. I, I, 
Yeah. Well, I cut my bangs at two o'clock in the morning a couple of months back based on some Instagram videos that I had watched. <laughs> uh, what could go wrong? Yeah. I didn't. I yeah, didn't know what I was doing, obviously. I mean, obviously. But uh, I was like, I know record, enough now that I could kind of figure this out. So now I have no bangs. I just side sweep my hair because <laughs> the bang situation is bad. Okay, uh, but Veronica Mars is good. Hers looks so cute. And I really wish. But her, you know, it's funny because when they, in the first season, they do so many flashbacks. Yeah. And her hair constantly looks different. But yeah. even in the episode, in like present tense, like day to day, her hair looks completely different. Yeah, they have a lot like, of things going. Like sometimes the, it's like a shaggy. Sometimes uh, it's shaggy. Sometimes it's braided. Sometimes it's back. Yes. Yeah, they, they do a lot like with her Like scene hair. to scene, it's completely different. It's bonkers. Yeah. What else is bonkers is the fact that this episode starts out with Logan and Veronica sharing French fries. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I had a hard time telling Logan from her yeah, uh, her so ex-boyfriend, we were like, which Jake, white guy is from, this? Yeah, which, which doofus looking white <laughs> guy is this one? Who is this? What's happening? So yeah, so anyway, so she's dating Logan. this is how high school teachers feel. <laughs> like, which doofus white kid is which this? Which doofus white kid are you? <laughs> Logan, fine. Logan, you're one of ten I have. Like you're Logan is I think Logan is like the second most popular name behind Jacob for like kids of a certain really? age. Jacob I mean Jacob, Are you serious? I, Logan was such a popular name for a long time. Really? I had never heard of Ah Logan any yeah, no. Until okay, maybe until I'm wrong. Gilmore Girls and now it's in the in Maybe it was Veronica just maybe Mars? it was just the, maybe it was just the hot T V name from the aughts. Yeah, must be. Somebody add us with another few more hot Logan TV, yeah, TV yeah. characters. Anyways, so Logan and Veronica are dating. Somebody somebody has been egging people on campus and intimidating them. Uh, the campus newspaper is all riled up about it. And Weevil, Weevil's back. The least, least scary motorcycle gang member ever is back. He works at maintenance at the college. And he says it's a real shame that they also egged the dean's house. And that's our first murder, ladies and gentlemen. And that is not in the paper, in the school right. paper. They did not report the dean's egging. And we also know from the last previously week, on. previously on Veronica Mars, we know that the wife of the dean, who is a very young woman compared to Ed Bagley Jr. You know when what? He now that you now that you mention it, yes, absolutely, because Ed Bagley Jr. and he's it, a very mature man. Yes, and she was not a very mature lady. But again, TV. What TV. else is new? Yeah. So she goes to Veronica Mars' dad because he's a private investigator, and or, you know, like really yeah, a private, private investigator. He used to be sheriff. Nice private yeah. investigator. Sure, sure. And she goes to him to, because she's like, my husband did not commit suicide because that's the official story. Right. And so he, Keith, the PI, Veronica Mars' dad, Keith Mars, is looking into it. Right. Okay. So that's our first murder. Mm-hmm. But then we get to the case of the week, which is, I, I we're meant to know who this guy is. I don't know who this well, guy he, is. Well, he definitely has been in some other episodes. Yeah, he's clear. Like, they clearly have a relationship. They clearly know each I'm other. I'm definitely going to look this actor up because yeah. he looks familiar. He's a, he, so this actor, in this character is a cheater. He supplies, like, answer keys to tests and papers and all these things. Yeah, lots of papers. And Veronica get, Veronica throws some shade at him, but he's like, eh, whatever, it's a living. So yes. he is asking, Ver- <laughs> he asks Veronica, Veronica's help to track down the love of his life, only he doesn't know her name, he doesn't, he knows that she's from Poughkeepsie, but he doesn't know her name, doesn't know her last name, 
He has a phone number for her. He they met and they met at Comic Con and spent all night, you know, staying up all night and really connecting on a very deep level. Yeah, and supposedly she, he took her to the airport in the morning and she left a note on the table for him. But when he got back to the that hotel, had all her, that had all of her contact information. Yeah, you know, and when he got back to the hotel, housekeeping had already thrown it out. So he never saw the note. Yeah, he never saw the note. He never got the information. And then fine. So he doesn't know this woman's name, doesn't know where she is. He knows her first name. He knows her first name. And she was dressed in very normal clothes. So it's not like they could be like, where's the lady Klingon? Did, right, yes. Does anybody recognize her from the pictures? There, by the way, lots of shade thrown at nerds in this episode, which yeah. I think is all in good fun because I think Rob Thomas is a big nerd himself. But anyways, sure. the love of his life texted him saying that she was sick and tired of waiting for him to call. She was getting back together with his ex. They were getting married. So yes, her ex. So they were, and they were going to get married. And so now he is coming to Veronica Mars to be like, you have to find out who this person is and where she's getting married and when, so that I can break up the wedding and true love can triumph. Yeah. And it also sounds weird and suspicious because his roommate deleted the text. Yes. His roommate deleted the text. He still has the phone phone number. number, We don't know how. We don't know how he has the phone number. That's when we stopped. That's when we stopped watching. But he do, they do have a phone number. They do have a first name. What's going to happen? So yeah. there you go. Those are our two mysteries. That's what we're guessing on. We got a we got a mystery of the week with the girlfriend, and then we're just going to throw in. I mean, we know li- all we know about this murder is literally what we saw in previously egging on. suicide, egging not suicide, suicide, not suicide. Right. So we're and we're so we're just going to throw some guesses in there. Everyone thinks that he's a nice guy. Every, yeah, everyone is very, very, very much. Not in awe, but everyone, yeah, he's a, the dean. He's a stand-up guy. So there you go. That's where we're at. What have we got? Heard. What have you got? Okay. So I am going to say it was a stupid college move to leave all your information on a hotel room piece of paper. And so I'm making this up, right? Yeah. These are just as, wild as we, guesses. These are, are wild-ass guesses. But... The thing is, I mean, I guess they could be going for the fact that these are just dumb people who don't know how hotel rooms work. Like, why wouldn't she just give him? Why yeah, did no, she this say is cl- this is why she contrived. didn't just give yeah, him why didn't they her just, um, this personal is the, information? This is the era of cell phones. Why they didn't just exchange text numbers right there. And why... She clearly knows his. Yeah, and right. If she, she could have called him. Yeah. Okay, he didn't call her whatever call him i think it was a stupid move of hers to leave it in to leave a note mm-hmm. for him in the the hotel room oh and we know from the um we know from the uh story uh, log, log line that it says that he learned something else what does it say it says veronica helps a friend to find the girl he thinks is the one but has lost but finding her only leads to trouble. Dun, dun, dun. So I think that I don't think that she was. Oh, mm, mm, mm. maybe there she was is. shaking him down. They, they were having all these big thoughts, but maybe she was shaking him down for some reason. I think that the text that he got, which he thought was from her. Mm-hmm. I think that it was not from her. Oh, I think that. And the story of, like, I'm waiting to hear from you is, you know, and I'm going to get together with my ex and marry him or that person. 
that I think that was I think that was from a fake. I don't think that was actually from her. Interesting. And leads to trouble. So I don't think she's maybe in serious trouble. Like I I wonder if we're gonna find her and she's just gonna be sitting there like, I'm fine. No big here. You know, no big deal mm-hmm. here. And she's going to be, oh, and it's like Poughkeepsie's Tramps and Thieves. Oh, she also lives in Poughkeepsie, which is notably like uh, Vassar. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vassar. You're not wrong. And nothing else but Vassar, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't I don't know if there's industry We've in been Vassar. to Poughkeepsie. We have. But, and that's what I'm trying to remember. It just looked like a lot of like fields and farms to me. It was and very Vassar. Hudson Valley. Yeah very and tramps and thieves yeah that's why i think that she is i think she was shaking him down and i think that somehow people got the numbers off her phone and this is going to be a a morality tale of letting people see your contact info and saving contact information on your phone young people finger wag keep that shit safe Okay, so finger wag. So she's going to get shaken Actually, down. Actually, this show has no moral of the story. There's really none of that in this show, I feel like. So I can take that back. Okay. But it's, it's, it's funny. Like, I feel like iZombie has a really, has high morality to it. I mm. feel like that show really is like talking about like love you know, what is love? What mm-hmm. is it? And when I say self-love, I don't mean masturbation. I mean, like, <laughs> loving yourself, what it right. means Accepting, to... Right, self-acceptance. Self-acceptance. What it means to be your... Like, yeah, what it yeah. means to be... I feel like that's... Roll a, with the punches in life. I feel like that's a strong... Like, they really hit that hard. I don't feel like that in Veronica Mars. So... Well, mm-hmm. Again, it was very noir I mean, Veronica Mars no, yeah. was meant to be kind of a noir, like, which is, like, famously no morals. Like, the world's... There's not a moral center to the universe. Yeah. So I'm going to say it turns out that this chick is fine. I think that she is a... Maybe a grifter of some mm. sort. And... But even so, somebody else got a hold of her phone and had the contact list and texted him... Although you would think that that would be like money, you know, a call for money or something or yeah, may, but he, that would have been more obvious. And he says every time he calls, a dude answers the phone. So, yeah, I think somebody else has his phone and her phone has her phone and her contacts. I think it's a bunch of fancy Vassar kids that are doing some sort of technology thing on the on the phones. Some technology thing on the phones from fancy Vassar kids. Yeah. That's a great, that's a good, <laughs> some fancy technology thing from Vassar and I, kids. And I bet they're all like, is this, is this jerky? I don't know. I think they're all slumming it mm-hmm. too. Is that they're all acting like they're like hippies and kickback and yeah. like they're just trying to figure out computers, man. We're just keeping our eyes just open. Keeping our eyes open. <gasps> Although Vassar is a ladies college. So maybe it's a bunch of women who are who are running a ring of sorts. It only leads to trouble. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm changing it. I'm taking a thing. I bet it's there. a I bet it's a sorority. <laughs> all right, all right, sorority on campus or at Vassar. Vass- at Vassar. A Vassar sorority. They mm-hmm. have taken the girl's phone, and 
when they found out that she was like super nerdy, they took her phone and they were, and then they're just, they're doing some, some tramping, thieving things. Okay. So that's what I'm going to go with. I mean, I, I think that they're, I think that the Comic-Con situation is going to spiral out more. Now, I know none of this is going to happen. I'm totally losing this guess. I, none of this is This is all true. wild ass guesses. We've, we've done. I'm making too much sense of things that have zero to do with anything. Yeah, we have 36 minutes left in this show, people. So here's my. So, okay, you go. So, so, okay, so here's my thing. I think. I love, I love, I love your idea of Vassar con artists. I think that, I think that is noble, but I, and I love it. And I, I think tramps are definitely in there. The The one thing that I'm keying on is that they made so much hay. They had a lot, there were lots of, lots of jokes about nerds. Dave yes, Gibbons. There, so much. So much. So like the whole plot about Dave Gibbons. So Dave Gibbons, his whole reason for going to Comic-Con was Dave Gibbons was uh, writing a comic and illustrating it as well. Dave Gibbons, in case you don't know or had your nerd card revoked, is one half of the team that did The Watchmen. Alan Moore wrote oh, it. Dave Gibbons thank drew you. it. So, yes, I did not know that. that. I thought they made it cut. up for Yeah, no, that's, that's a deep episode. nerd cut right there. So, But he, okay. went, he went there for Dave Gibbons, but then he kind of sidled into the Cylon Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. And then there were lots of Battlestar Galactica jokes. Now, the yes. cool thing about Battlestar Galactica, which, by the way, also never seen, but the thing about Battlestar Galactica, the se- the reboot, is that the Cylons, the evil robots, were indistinguishable from humans. That was, <gasps> there, was the, there was the old oh, robots, but the right. Cylons were indistinguishable. So you didn't right. know if they were real or not. So she was a Cylon. So so I don't know that... I don't, I'm Did clearly, they make that clearly, joke? Clearly she was not a Cylon. They didn't make that joke. They did make a frack joke. They did. Yes. She, she did make a joke. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you fracked. So I think a lot of that is pointing to the fact that there is something nefarious going on with her. I mean, but she wasn't wearing a costume at Comic Con, right? She which, wasn't like, wearing a costume at Comic Con. You so. pretty much like what? I mean, well, well, I don't he know. wasn't wearing a costume there either. That's um, true. And I don't. And I think they're trying to. Serve. But I guess so. What I'm trying to think of is clearly there's some kind of. I think you're right. I think there's definitely some kind of imposter thing happening here and it's just who is the imposter behind it who is the imposter behind it and what is happening and how are they trying to shake him down for this so i agree with you like i definitely think that there's some gypsies i mean poughkeepsie tramps and thieves i don't know why like poughkeepsie is the name of the song right no it's gypsies it's gypsies tramps Tramps and thieves thieves. in the song so so the twist in this episode this is the thing i don't think i don't think that they're actually going to do anything with Simply because it's just too it's just too far away. Yeah, it is super far away it from California. It is just too far away from California. And just to say Poughkeepsie is fun. So it's like saying Cleveland. People say yeah. Cleveland and everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. There's a K sound. There's a K sound. Yes, the K sound. It's the K so sound. Cleveland, Poughkeepsie, yeah, all P that. The P and the K. Yeah, Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie. Po- I just lost all meaning. So... So yeah, so what is going to, so I'm trying to think of some kind of like fun little Cylon twist that they can put on this, that they're like, how could she pretend to be what she wasn't pretending to be? They've already done the transgender reveal twist. That was, they did that in the the first first season. season. So I don't think they're going to do that again. I don't think they'd go back to that well. But again, clearly this is something, this is some kind of Cylon thing going on. And I wonder like, is his roommate in on the con? Like, is his roommate trying to con him out of this? This guy, we know that he has money for, I mean, money for a college student. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's not like he's attached yeah. to some rich family or anything like True. that. Like he's, like, he's just got a really good college job is what it Jan- comes down he's to. Got a, a, uh, he's got a hustle. He's got a side hustle. He's got a college side hustle. He's not doing no work study. He's doing work so you don't have to study. 
Why are you even calling it a job? I'm so, like, weirded out by you calling this a job. (laughs) Like, as if he has health insurance (laughs) for writing other people's papers. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Dave Gibbons. Okay, here we go. 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 I bet that he got some kind of memorabilia at the concert. At the concert. Not the concert. At the San Diego Comic-Con. Oh. I bet that he got something with like some kind of Dave Gibbons thing, some kind of first edition, some kind of signed copy of something. And she knew about it. And she's in trouble. And so she is like, she's trying to get, she's trying to offer up things to people just to get some money and get her out of trouble. So she and that's why like the phone number some guy always answers clearly there's some kind of blackmail happening here like i don't mm. think they're trying to con i don't think they're trying to con him like you think that the vassar the the vassar gang are trying to con him i don't think they're trying to con him i think that she is being blackmailed and maybe she's reaching out and trying to figure out how to get this dave gibbons one of a kind first edition mint and mm. just trying to get the money from that so i think they're trying to she is being blackmailed and she's trying to get him somehow to get this Dave Gibbons thing. And of course she misses him, but she's just reaching out because she needs some money for the blackmail. So yeah, I think she's being blackmailed. I think the Dave Gibbons thing is going to come back in here. Who do I think is blackmailing her? I think her ex-boyfriend is blackmailing her. And I think her ex-boyfriend is blackmailing her. And he is going to come to her rescue and they're somehow going to sell a Dave Gibbons thing and get some money. And that is how they're going to get her out of all this or he's going to have to lose that. But I think that definitely there is some Cylon-y things happening here with like, she's not, she's definitely not going to be who she said she was. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that is just obvious. Like she's definitely not going to be who she, who she said she was. He's going to have to decide whether or not he really does love her, even though she lied to him whether he really does love her enough to sell this Dave mm. Gibbons thing and uh, get some money and help her out of her jam or uh, or whatever trouble that she's in. That's what that's what I think is okay. going on. That's where I'm that going. That makes I'm a gonna... lot of sense and I know too I, I much bet sense. Gonna win. It's too much sense. It makes it makes mm. too much sense and I'm I'm grasping at straws. So I don't think it has anything to do with anything. I think it makes a lot of sense. All right. Sounds good to me. Okay. What we also have though is we have a murder on the background. Yeah. Which we literally know nothing about. We know his Windows were egged. We know the wife thinks it was murder. Everyone else calls it suicide. And that Weevil held the Dean in high esteem for whatever reason. Yeah. All right. I, I get to go first this time. You oh, went okay. first on the last time. So I'm not going okay. to put you on the spot. But here we go. Here we go. Johnny Carson style. Envelope to forehead. Who do I think did it? What do I have to say about this? I say it was Sausage Farmers in Sausalito. Oh, because that's how they, we're doing that's, this? I, I, don't, I got nothing else to go on. I'm, because... I'm literally just saying it was Sausage Farmers and Sausalito. They were upset. He was trying to... Ed Bagley Jr., uh-huh. uh, electric cars and environmentalism. I think he was trying to make the campus go vegetarian. And he was uh-huh. trying to reduce its ecological footprint. He was trying to make it go vegetarian and give extra parking spaces to hybrid cars at that point in time. Mm. So people were upset about that, notably the uh, sausage farmers of Sausalito. And they struck back. There was an argument and he uh, got whacked. That's what I think. The sausage farmers of Sausalito. Mm. 
Yeah, and this is all couched in a like Greek thing. Apparently. Yeah, there's something going on with some kind of like a Greek. The Greeks were like kicked off campus and then reinstated. And he had and then, reinstated them, and then he got egged. And then he got egged. Yeah. And all these other places got egged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe his toga tailor. So okay, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm either the sausage farmers of Sausalito, or the toga tailors. I think the toga the toga tailors were upset with him taking away their business. I don't think it's sausage people in Sausalito, mm-hmm. but I I do I like this environmentalism, vegetarianism, sure. veganism. I mean, it's clearly it's clearly the reason. I don't I don't know why you're even guessing. I clearly have nailed this down. Oh, I'm just gonna go with what my first thought was. Yep. It, it's sorry, that's the best it's way to do super it. Super boring. Nope, it's the best way to um, do it. I think it's the admissions director. Ooh. Who has it out for the dean? And it has nothing to do with the dean being the dean. It's just that at another college, the dean and the admissions director, the admissions director had been a student and not an admissions person. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. he had been a professor. And now he is at the school, and this person who was his student and that he'd had an affair with is now the admissions director and he is now married to a very young wife or now he's dead yeah now he's dead but he was married to a very young wife yes yeah and so i think the admissions director is upset and angry and he rebuffed her and her like jilted lover out jilted for lover and she killed him all right i like that i like the i like the whole uh, jilted lover in the admissions department i dig it i dig it all right well ladies and gentlemen We're going to watch the rest of the episode. We'll be back and tell you how it goes. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh, here we are. We're back. We're back and we know everything. We're about to spoil everything. If you're still listening, I'm not even going to bother giving you a spoiler warning because here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is going to this is going to take some thinking. This is going to take some thinking because we both got key elements of these things right, but neither of us were no. absolutely anywhere close. No, no, so should we, we just say we just not. got it wrong? We should we should yeah. just say we got it wrong. Oh, I man. mean, we can give ourselves like some percentage there are no, points. No, no, but... no, there are no moral victories. There are oh. no moral victories. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Let's here's, hear here's a what summary. Happened. Here's what happened. So yeah, so Veronica Mars decides, I, I, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop again before I get even into this because again, I am just always shocked at just how fast a network tv show has to go it's just 44 minutes and my goodness there are twists and turns and reversals every scene in the show you're a writer i know but i'm i i'm just like i guess i'm just rob thomas good job i guess and like tv shows (laughs) good job i'm just like there's there was literally like it was just a lot, people. There was just a lot. So hang on. Try to keep up with me because rewind if you need to. I'm just going to kind of plow through this really fast. All right. What happened? Max, our dashing high, mm. high school, not high school. Sorry. We're in college now. Max, our dashing college cheater who writes, writes all these papers and gets people things, fell in love with this girl, wants Veronica Mars to find this girl. We think this girl is from Poughkeepsie. How do we get a hold of her? We've got the phone number, not the message. 
Well, literally in two scenes, two scenes, ladies and gentlemen, she's found out that the roommates of Max have hired a prostitute to spend the night with him and like abscond with his virginity so that he would have more confidence around women and maybe feel better about things. And it turns out he has been pining away from her and they are over this. So they went to a coworker who had a phone from near Poughkeepsie and sent the text messages about, I'm sick and tired of waiting for you to call. I'm leaving you forever. So the, the two scenes, the roommates tell this to him and he's like, I don't care. I still want you to find out who this hooker was. So a prostitute sex worker, they kept using the word hooker. I'm going to try to use sex worker. Forgive me if I fail in that. So Veronica Myers still tries to find out who this sex worker is. The roommates take her to the like Google online find book your sex worker site. And they find two women who might be the one that was that might be the one that stayed the night with him mm-hmm. and they set up, they book them both and they wait to see who shows up at the door. The first, the first woman shows up. It's not her. The second woman shows up. It is her. Yay. Love and happiness. Veronica and her boyfriend, Logan, sit on the couch and snuggle while the girl whose name was Chelsea. And now we find out it's really Wendy, Wendy and Max totally make out on the couch. So they make out on the couch. Oh, by the way, side note, the movie that is showing, so they're all watching a movie theoretically while they wait, and then they're watching a movie while Wendy slash Chelsea and Max make out. The movie that they're watching is Anna Thompson's Sense and Sensibility, directed by Ang Lee, which I just have to say is one of the most perfect movies ever, and I know you agree with me. Well, and I think Rob Thomas agrees with you. (laughs) Also very important, Rob, call me up. We can talk about this. Um... (laughs) So they do that. They figure it out. Wendy, yes, Wendy is a prostitute, a sex worker. Max is still in love. Wendy wants to leave it all behind and she's going to, but alas, the next day it turns out that she can't leave it all behind. She can't because her coworker friend, other sex worker comes in and her coworker is beat up because the pimp is like, you're coming back. I own you. If you don't come back, I'm going to beat the snot out of this other woman forever and forever. And it'll all be your fault. And so she's like, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. She owes, she needs $1,000 from what would have, she would have gotten from Max the night before. So she owes $1,000 and she's got to go away forever. So Max gives her the money. But not before Wendy lets it slip that she knows the funky stuff that a judge does in town. Max is inconsolable. Veronica Mars tries to console him. Yeah. Um, and Veronica Mars finds out that it was just purple makeup. The other sex worker wasn't beat up. She was just faking it. They were running a scam the whole time. Curse them. We're Which she get figures them out because the other sex worker left behind the ice pack that she right. had pressed to her towel, face. The ice and, pack the and the towel. towel and the towel is covered with the purple, purple makeup. makeup. Exactly. Okay. Go Good on. point. Good call, Heard. So they're like, you know what? We're going to blackmail her and get your money back. So they blackmail her. They leave a message. No, no, no. They blackmail the judge. They blackmail the judge. Well, sort You're of. Right. They blackmail the judge. judge. That way they'll get their money back and the judge will no longer be a client of Wendy's. So they are getting his money back and hurting Wendy. Turns out though, wah, wah, the judge calls the madam. It's not a pimp. It's a madam. The madam sends some intimidating guys to go pick up Veronica and Max and intimidate them. And it's just like, look, you know, it costs a lot of money. I gave her braces. I put her up in a house. Yada, yada, yada. I got rid of her tattoos. I got rid of her tattoos. And so the guy is, so she's just like, 
if you want out, you're going to have to pay me $10,000. That's what, that's what, how much you owe me. And Max, without even thinking about it, says, yes, absolutely, I'll give you $10,000. And that's it. Congratulations. True love wins. They're happy together and everything is fine, except it's not. Because people know that she was a stripper and people know that she was a hooker. And he, now he knows that she was actually a prostitute and he can't actually feel good about it. And so they end up breaking up in the end. There's a couple scenes of true love and then it just all falls apart and she goes back to stripping and has vowed to pay him back by giving him all of her earnings for a while. So she sends him an envelope of a hundred, a hundred. She sends him an envelope of $1,000 all in singles, all vertically folded. From, yeah. So clearly she's back stripping and she's back in the life, which is a little sad. Yeah. So yeah. So there you go. I don't like, I think this is, this is why we have to like, you know, we don't do percentage points, people. We don't do percentage points. We don't do half <laughs> games. We don't do moral victories. So, uh, Jessica's about, so like, Jessica had a couple things, right? Like you had the whole like sorority girl shakedown, the Vassar sorority girl shakedown thing happening. Mm. But, but here's the thing again, it was a madam. It was a madam who also involved another uh, sex worker and got her into it. And they were all doing some kind of shakedown on him just to uh, embezzle him. And that was exactly correct. Now, you were wrong in the specifics. Like, Vassar had nothing to do with any of this. Yeah. So. Yeah, the, that was just a, a friend with a cell phone. Yeah, that was just a friend with New a cell York. phone from New York. And the, I mean, yeah, I guess you could say that they're a sorority in that uh, as a group of women is the loose definition of yeah, that. but they weren't your they weren't your delta delta deltas yeah, and they're not you know democratically she's the madam is not a democrat democratically she's elected not. leader, which is, is generally true. the case she in sororities. <laughs> she is she is not the house mother. Well, I mean she's the house mother, but she ain't looking out for their best interests. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's a Cylon thing that she's not gonna, she's yeah. not going to be who she says he is, and they're, they're gonna like they're gonna shake him down for mm-hmm. some money, and he's gonna have to sell a Dave Gibbons thing. Well, I mean, he didn't have to sell at Dave Gibbons anything that never really, came up again that never came up it really Neither was did Battlestar it Galactica. really was just a bunch of jokes at the expense of nerds straight up at the top of the show which I mean I suppose but Rob Thomas why you gotta do me like that why you gotta do me like that Rob Thomas but she did like the whole Cylon thing people aren't who they appear to be yeah They're that faking was everything. true that was true and they did embezzle him yes a couple different times for yeah. money and he did end up having to like give up a lot yeah $10,000 to, to, to free her to from free this blackmail her. that was happening so like that happened but again you know not really. Dave Gibbons wasn't really involved, and Mm-mm. yeah, so no, so neither of us got that right. Well played, Veronica Mars. And you said Mars. it was a boyfriend. I did, I did, I did have the boyfriend in there, and needed to get paid off or something. Yeah, was yeah, yeah, it was a boyfriend. Yeah, um, no, yeah, no. Even the even you even the pimp of, wasn't really wasn't really a male. You were kind of more in the vicinity. But, uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, thank um, you, uh, thank you. I guess I'll take that. But uh, you know, just because I didn't, just because I uh, stayed inside did the following doesn't mean it's a base the gender. Hit. Thing. Yeah, the gender the gender flip for the madam versus like the tr- like the stereotypical male pimp. That well yeah. done. Yeah, they played on our our gender. Oh yeah, uh, played on stereotypes. our stereotypes. Absolutely, hundred percent. So good job yes. on that. Yeah. So, but once again, once again, we walk away. We walk away with a walk away with a loss. Yeah. Doesn't feel good, her. <laughs> Doesn't feel good at all. <laughs> 
of these days, I'm going to say aliens, and it's going to be aliens. <laughs> okay, but there was a second story. The murder of the dean did not get resolved. Nope. There were maybe, maybe three scenes about this. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Jessica has convinced me of the uh, wisdom of not spoiling an entire season-long arc. But we can say, and we will say, that of course we were absolutely completely wrong. It had nothing to I mean... If you really thought that the Toga Tailors had really any kind of money out or on Ed Bacon Jr. or the sausage somethings of Sausalito. Yes. The original sausage, sausage kings of Sausalito. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, I mean I mean let's be honest. That we we all kind of knew that was a throwaway for me right there, right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So there you go. That's what happened there. Woo! Feeling a little burned by Veronica Mars. Not burned. That was a good show. Yeah, I like that, that show. There's nothing show. to be burned on that. I'd I'm just I'm just you know, I just all of those uh, I'm just so competitive. I wanna win. I wanna win, heard. <laughs> All right. All right. I think you're up. Tell us. Tell us about the IMDb's. All right. Well, Kristen Bell, we just got to talk about her. She's a fantastic actress. Fantastic. I, that's my Midwestern. I don't know where that How comes from because I am mid- not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Northern California. Thank you very much. Okay. She is from Michigan. And is she? Yeah. When she was but a girl of 13, her mom secured her an agent, so she started doing commercials. She played Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz in high school, and she went to Catholic school. She went to NYU to Tisch, which I knew because it was like a big deal that year when I was in New York working for Tisch. Everyone was like, oh my God, Kristen Bell, because she had left to go do, to play Becky and Tom Sawyer. And then from there, she was in The Crucible with Liam Neeson on Broadway and from there she moved to LA and got Veronica Mars which was huge right so yeah and she was she was undergrad she was very young at that time anyway we know she's now gone on to the good place she plays the lead in Frozen Sure, sure. She's in, or she plays opposite. Uh, I, that's the thing. I don't. It's a, definitely a two-hander. So yeah, yeah, give give her the lead. Give her the lead. Um, she is. She was in Gossip Girl. She had a major. She was in yeah, Gossip Girl. Yeah, yeah, huge. Oh wow. Uh, she was in House of Lies and so so much more. So much more. She will always be Arizona trash to me. The good. I. Yeah. I stand the good <laughs> From place. The good place. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So one of the things that's interesting about this show is that the, a lot of the people that have worked on it, Rob Thomas has, when he creates a show, like everybody that's worked for him, you see oh, them yeah, he's got all his crew. Yeah. In, in, the, in, the, in the credits. Or alternately, you see them all on shows that are like in the sci-fi realm. So the guy who, Jason Doring, who plays who her boyfriend in Logan, this, Logan in right. season three. He, Which, by the way, I like. I have to go back and figure out the arc between like Logan douchebag in season one and Logan boyfriend in season three. Like, I just want to find. It's, yeah, as I'm, an aside, I'm totally curious about that. Yeah, I, I would be excited about that too. Tell me about him. Um, he was on Moonlight, which was a vampire show. Oh my goodness! The director of this episode also directed for that show, and then he was also on Baywatch. He was on. He's on currently on SEAL Team. So who else? Who else we got? Yeah. So Frank Francis Capra plays Weevil, the sort of oh, yeah, badass the, maintenance the, guy. Yeah. The, he was a, he was a member of a motorcycle yeah. gang in the first season. Now he works in the maintenance team yeah. at the college. Sure. That guy has, according to his bio, has did have a hard life. Oh wow. He was discovered in the Bronx. He was living in the Bronx. His dad, I think, was has been in jail or was I don't know for in jail for 
quite a bit of his life. And he was discovered by the guys who produced uh, A Bronx Tale. Oh, Chess Palmetari whatever and whatever his Robert production De Niro. team is. Yeah, Robert De Niro was definitely yeah. 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 So that was I was like, "Oh, hey, that's pretty cool. That's interesting." And yeah. then, you know, a bunch of seasons on Veronica Mars. Very cool. And oh, oh, crazy. Maybe everybody knows this, but Enrico Colantoni? I who, can't help you with that one. <laughs> he, he plays Keith Mars. Yeah. He plays the dad. Sure. Canadian. Ah, uh, Canadians. <laughs> you maple leaf loving Canucks. <laughs> and you probably remember him. He was one of the, the ensemble in Just Shoot Me. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes, absolutely. He uh, totally so was. So great. He was also, also in Galaxy Quest, which I had totally forgotten. Like, oh, yeah. He plays. He, he's so freaking he is, familiar. He is the. The aliens come to Earth, and he plays one of the, like, he's the human skin on the aliens as they represent, I think, themselves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I wanted to say about Rob Thomas, writer and creator, that Woo-hoo. he started as a, his first writing credits. The first one was a show called Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Yes. <laughs> yes. You've heard of this? Oh, my gosh. Yes. It was a huge hit on the Cartoon Network. They would take <laughs> old Hanna-Barbera cartoons, and they mocked, and they parodied the late night format. It was it was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. that's awesome! So th- that was his first thing, and then after that, uh, he did an episode or maybe two of Dawson's Creek, and then he hit it so big with as the creator of Cupid with Jeremy Piven. Oh, I love that show. Yeah, and uh, then Party set, Down, all, all seven episodes of it. Yeah, it did, it, and it came back for a second for they, like they, a reboot. They did with a reboot, a and, it, and it also didn't work. But conceptually, like tight, apparently. Otherwise, why would you do that? He also nailed it with Party Down. Although some people would say, really, that's not that big of a show. But for it's kind of a cult it is one favorite. of your and by cult she means hers. <laughs> it is one of her I favorite shows. She really likes it. Like liked it, even though it didn't. Yes. Maybe it's just the Paul Rudd halo. I don't know. Veronica Mars, of course, and then iZombie. And he just wrote and produced the TV adaptation of The Lost Boys. Did he really? Yes. Oh, my Lord. Has that come out yet? Have we well, missed that? it said on IMDb that it was like 2020, but it's 2021. I, I don't remember anything other than a trailer for this. So oh my Lord. I guess I need are, to look it up. We more. are absolutely looking that up because that, is, that yeah. is too good to miss. I yeah. didn't know that. That is fabulous. Okay. Also, I want to give a shout out to the hairstylist. Because <laughs> the hairstylist in this show... Hot damn. Lit. Like so Such many good hair hairdos. Out. Like every single scene is something else. Um, and we're not talking little things here, people. Like there, there is so much hair happening in this episode and in all the Veronica Mars episodes. Yes. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Yeah. Who was the hairdresser? So Michelle Weiss is her name. Michelle. Well done. Yeah. Golf clap. Golf clap for yeah. Michelle. Very good, Michelle. Uh, she's been working or she, well... Oh, she hasn't worked since 2008, according to... I hope that's because you're enjoying a well-deserved retirement. Yes. She worked on Arsenio, Melrose Place, and she was the hairstylist on Aaron Brockovich. 
Nice. And she did 20 episodes of Veronica Mars. She knows how to sling uh, a can of hairspray. Yeah, she is. She's really good. And good vision and lots of creativity. And I mean, she has had to work her ass off for this show because, like I said, every single scene. Yeah, it's something, something else, else is going on. Which is not usual for a hairstylist. Usually you're like, Yeah, you okay, find your look for the season and then you're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that is not the case here. I mean, there were different... They did different things with Veronica's bangs. I was like, oh, that's sort of like the first scene, but the bangs look different. So it's a different look. Yeah. <laughs> like, God dang. Well done. Yeah. All right. All right. There you go. There you have it. Great show. A lot of fun. We're going to check out some more episodes of it because... Frankly, I want to get to the point where we can watch Patton Oswalt in season four on Hulu yeah. and know what's going on. <laughs> By the way, I do like. I wonder how meta it was at the end there. Like, I have to go back and look at the dates on when they brought Patton Oswalt on. But at that point, was Patton Oswalt's wife actually doing the Golden State Murderer podcast where she was oh. really searching down a real murderer and he was off doing this TV show about fake crimes? Yeah, right. We have asked Siri, and Siri, in her infinite algorithm wisdom, has said that Arrow, Arrow is up next, season three, episode eight. Do we have a title for the episode? Okay, it's called The Brave and the Bold. Ooh, sounds soapy. All right, there you go. Thank you so much for uh, guessing along with us. Let us know uh, how you did with this. And until next (sighs) time, I'm wrong, and she's also usually wrong. (laughs) Yeah. See you next time. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And now we want to hear from you. Tell us your guesses, your scores. Your insider info, your favorite logic cop catches. And your suggestions for what shows we should watch next. Follow us and join the fun on Twitter and Facebook at Cluedunit. Or on Instagram at Cluedunit Podcast. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts to help get the word out. Because watching TV is always better with friends. A long time ago, we used to be friends. How long a time ago was it, do you suppose? I mean, time is relative, right? Like, so like a long time ago, we used to be friends. Are we talking like days, weeks, months, years, or just seconds? I mean, like if something really major happens, like if somebody dumps you, like all of a sudden the world has irrevocably changed. It seems like they're, mm-hmm. they're operating more for like poetry as opposed to actual like yeah real time stuff yeah yeah real time stuff that is a technical term Mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. always we are nothing if not precise on this podcast